With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. We're the Houston Oilers. Houston Oilers. Houston Oilers number one. Yes, we're the Houston Oilers. Houston Oilers. Houston Oilers Hello, everyone. You're listening to Battle Red Radio. I'm Matt Weston. This evening, I'm joined by my good friend Taylor. And Taylor, did you know that you have to go under in order to go over? You have to go under in order to go over. What am I doing then? Am I going? Am I running an obstacle course right now? No, you have to get down to like the worst parts of yourself. What in order to transcend <laughs> yourself? What is and, going on? and become a stronger and better individual? What happened? To, hey, Taylor, how are you? What's you wrong? Know, it's 2020. We're past that. We're past that? It, during this whole pandemic, don't you think that's the best thing to say? Well, the collective is dead. There's no such thing as the collective anymore. Uh, it's the, all about the individual now. I don't. What, what are we doing? Collectivism thought, is over. I thought it's all you were going like, to ask me, like, hey, Taylor, what have you been doing this corona eh, season? We're all have doing you been the same watching? Thing. Man, Survivor just ended. It was an incredible hey, season. you can't spoil Survivor for the people. What are you talking about, spoil Survivor? It was on last night. Yes, there may be listeners right now who haven't li- watched Survivor yet. What? This? If you are this late to the three-hour season finale, then you know what? You just missed the people boat. People have busy lives. Either way, it was so, worth it. Fine. Since I can't I'm do sure. spoiler, it was great. I'm it was sure great. it was great. So for a night show, we're going to do a very simple and very important exercise because you know what? The NFL season's over. Free agency what? took place. The NFL draft took place. And now it's that time of year where you just kind of, there's no football, anything at all until <laughs> August. You watch basketball. The, yeah, typically. Or you watch baseball you or you what, go to the river. You know what has been going on right outdoors, now? What? I've been hearing Korean baseball. That's what's yeah, on that people have been watching. You wake up at 4 a.m. You have Korean baseball and you can bet on it too. And what they say is the greatest thing about it. It's a, it's a, what do you what do you call it? So what they do is whenever they hit a home run, it's a celebration where it, you have to celebrate the best you can in order to just rub it in the team's face. Gotcha. There's no insulting like it is Good. in the American world. And no, it makes it like I've, a bigger stage. I've always been going to Korea go to a baseball game there. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Let's go. Let's go. What's this whole little <laughs> yeah, silly little bugs out of here? Yeah, I don't we understand what's holding back us up. Normal. Uh, but yeah, it's like the draft's over, free agency's over. And now it's like there's nothing football-wise until, you know, the NFL preview magazines come out and preseason starts and train camps open. Then it's like, okay, now we can think about this thing again. And in the meantime, you, it's a lot of nostalgia. You know, you kind of think about things like Arian Foster cutbacks and Andre Johnson go routes. And, yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Uh, uh, Chad Hutchinson, you know, getting concussions and things like that is what you think about this time of year. And, but... Because there's because the off season's over, what we're going to go do right now, and what we're going to partake in is going through and power ranking each of the teams since their off season's pretty much complete, Ooh. 
and we're going to do this uh, 32 to 1, but in groups of 8. And it's typical to the article that I write. It's typical to the show that we've done before here as well. So the first group of teams I have here is titled Rebuilding, and these are teams 32 through 25. So starting at 32, I have Washington. 31, I have Jacksonville. 30, I have Detroit. 29, I have the New York Giants. 28, I have Miami. 27, I have Cincinnati. 26, I have Carolina. And 25, I have Las Vegas. What do you have over there on your end? Oh, man. I don't know if you're going to like my end here. So I have 32, the Jaguars. I have 31, Lions. 30, Jets. 29, Redskins. 28, Giants. 27, Dolphins. 26, Vegas. And I have 25 as the Houston Texans. Yeah. No way. Oh, no. I, I have them at 25. I didn't know that we we're going to do them in groups of eight. So this is just kind of like. You better take that back. I, I can't. All right. So so make make your case for why the Texans are 25, despite the fact they have a like fringe top five quarterback. Because that's all you have. And here's my thing. You better make him happy. And I don't think he's going to be happy. And in fact, I think he's going to be miserable. And now you've just, the only thing you have is Brandon Cooks and you have David Johnson to support him. That's the new weapon well, that Will Fuller's going to play for eight How many games? games? I know, exactly. Brandon Cooks games? may play for... How many games? He's kind of tiny. He's, He's had so five tiny, concussions. And it's, he even had problems with McVay. I told you last season during the game with the Rams that they were yelling at him on the sideline because he wasn't doing the route he was supposed to. In the end, I just... I can't believe what's going on with the Houston Texans. And this hurts me to even put them in 25. It's just you overpaid Tunsil because you had to. Yeah. And now... he own, He's actually the owner of the Houston Texans. But they, <laughs> Exactly. He has all control over the entire Houston organization. So now what do you do? Is your entire goal just let's just hope we can extend Watson because we're not going to go anywhere. This team has disappointed me big time, and it has to be the third-ranked team out of this division. See, my so my thing with it is, like, I understand where you're coming from. It hurts me, by the way. And, I don't like this. Well, I was because I was going back through here a day and looking at every single team's moves they made this offseason, and the Texans spent more money on their offense than their defense that ranked 26, 26 in def- defensive DVOA last year. They they, they pay more money for Randall Cobb than they invest into their entire defense this year. Oh, God. And so like, this is a defense where it's a lot of hopes and prayers. Like, well, we hope J.J. Watt's healthy. We hope Gary and Conley is a number one cornerback, even though he was consistently beat last year and had to keep chasing back to play the ball. We hope Lion Johnson improves, even though he was the worst cornerback, one of the worst cornerbacks in football last year. And his tape in Kentucky wasn't that good to begin with. Um, we hope one of the four safeties we have can play free safety because we don't have a free safety at all but right that's now. That's what I'm saying. Um, like, what are we? What are we doing on that side of the football? We have no, and it's all about just the. To your point, the only thing you've been hearing reports on is just the offense on what they're trying to replace, but nothing has been done on that other side of the ball. So once again, dude, you're gonna piss Watson off. Maybe I don't know. I just. I mean, I think he's. I would already be upset if I was him though. To not have Hopkins there anymore I, and because because of a pissy match. And like, that was really kind of one of the worst. Po- I mean, there's a lot of bad things about but the trade. here's the thing, man. Well, let me, let me finish p- real fast. Like, there's a lot of bad things about the trade. And one of the things I really didn't like about it, among, like, the fact they trade Hopkins for Ross Blacklock, Brandon Cooks, and David Johnson, which That's is a you know, bad return for a top three wide receiver. But it's also the fact that 
like Bill O'Brien comes down and says like, well, we can't pay him. It's like, well, he has he's not gonna hit free agency for three years, and if you pay him three million more dollars more, it's not gonna kill the team at all whatsoever. And uh, it wasn't because they didn't trade him because of a contract dispute. They traded him because it didn't go long. And that was pretty much it. Like Bill Bryan didn't have enough control over him or whatever. Or, you know, Hopkins didn't like how the offense was run or whatever. They had no relationship over the past four years or so, though. I was just going to say, when it comes to the pissy match, to your point at the beginning there, so what? He won the pissy match against Hopkins? But what did Tuntle do? Take a crap on him? Like, come on. He lost that match. Either way, he doesn't look smart on the decisions that he made because he overpaid somebody, and it was Tunsil because he was stuck. Yeah, well, so, and they had to trade for Tunsil because Matt Khalil was the left tackle they signed for that season. And then Khalil went to two practices, and they're like, oh, this is really bad. And they and they forced him to stop practicing. Khalil's like, yeah, I feel all right, but they're just giving me some days off. And they trade for Tunsil, cut him, and Khalil's never signed for an NFL team ever again. Like, his career is over. And that's uh, good. and like that's why they trade for Tunsil. It wasn't because you know like Tunsil's a great player, but they had to have a left tackle because of the mistakes that they made um that offseason also with how they managed their offensive line the previous year. So my thing with Houston is I still think I mean like I don't know, I think you could probably you make the case for them, Tennessee or Indy, and I could listen to all of them. My thing is though is they have the best quarterback in the division. And like at a, at a bare minimum, a team with a fringe top five quarterback goes like 7-9 or 8-8. Eight and eight. And so, like, I think regardless, because of how great Watson is, he'll be able to carry them, you know, to that record. And uh, But it is interesting because they were 9-3 one-score games last year. They did over-exceed their win. They're expected to win total by, I think, like 2.5 or so. Um, they would constantly play these close games, and the offense was really kind of stagnant at times and all that. And, like, if the offense if play calling's better next year, I think the offense can improve even without Hopkins. But if it doesn't, it's gonna be worse, and uh, I don't know. It's weird. It, like I think they made a bunch of bad decisions this off season. It was a bad off season for them. Like Hopkins is so good, and if you like anything I've learned, you know, watching football. Safety. Yeah, if you have a great quarterback, yeah, like a quarterback like him, like even Rodgers in his prime, they were. They had, those are some bad Green Bay teams. And they still went seven nine eight and eight because they had him. I see something similar with Watson. But to your point on what you just brought up with Aaron Rodgers, do Aaron Rodgers always have a guy? Now what happened? I mean, it's I'll put it this way: on what they did, they yeah. traded away Devontae Adams. You get, you have Aaron. Well, they trade some better than Devontae Adams. Okay, fair enough. Yes, I agree with you. That makes it worse. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, and yeah, Rogers always, like, Rogers had Nelson, yeah. and he had you know all those kind of weird guys, those three through five guys. Um, I think that's the problem here. He had Javon think, Walker, I think. I think, think Dallas Driver played for him. I think Watson's not going to be happy. Whatever, but yeah, I mean, like the idea is, I don't know. I don't. I can see it if they spread the ball more. It's more vertical based, but it's still vertical based on if Cook stays healthy, if Fuller stays healthy. David Johnson's going to be bad. Uh, I have no. <laughs> you have con- no. <laughs> he's going to run the ball twenty-five times for seventy-five yards, and they're going to be like, oh, oh, like he hasn't been good since two thousand sixteen, and like. You watch him last year compare Kenyon Drake, and they play two different sports. Like, at least get Kenyon Drake out of that trade. Because Kenyon Drake, you have to pay $2 million or whatever. You're paying Johnson $8 million to be, you know, to hang out. One of like the bottom, like, like you, he's not running back number one at all. The only about? thing he does well is beat linebackers like Nick Vigil on. Dude, you're picking him in fantasy. Routes. What are you talking about? No. Second round pick, baby. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I'm so glad. Haven't saved my life one year for that. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, it seems like everything else here we kind of. I was gonna same. say everything. What did you? What did you have that was maybe the different team than me? What so I don't have the Jets in this batch. I have Houston in this batch, but I do have. Man, I have Jets. I have Cincy in this batch. I have Carolina in this batch. I think this is the difference. Okay, so why don't you make the case for Carolina? Because I thought you were kind of big on them. Do you just hate the defense, even though yeah, they the drafted th- every <laughs> defensive player you could possibly draft? I mean, they they weren't good last year. and I mean, Kyle Allen was one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL. Wait, time out. Now they have Teddy. I know, I know. This is what you want. But like, This I, is your guy. I'm just like, uh, the thing about the power rankings, too, is like we're kind of speaking from a talent perspective. Fair enough. And like, I, don't, I haven't looked at the schedules yet. I haven't looked at who they're playing. Like, this is kind of like a, a broad talent perspective thing, but... Like, they just lost so many guys in that pass defense. <laughs> and, like, I love Bridgewater. I think the offense is going to score points. But 27 points, 25 points, 24 points, is he going to be able to deal with the, you know, 34 and stuff they're going to give up? So they they lost Cam Newton, Kyle Allen, Greg Olson, Eric Reed, Trey Turner, Greg Van Rodden, Daryl Williams, Don Terry Poe, Luke Keekley, Mario Asson, Vern Butler, Gerald McCoy, Bruce Irvin and James Bradbury. Matt, so just like, say their entire they team. They lost four-fifths of their offensive line. Perfect they lost Gaffrey. their entire pass defense. And uh, and then they drafted seven defensive players like we talked about after the draft, too. But like, I like Robbie Anderson a lot here. I like I love Bridgewater in this offense, too. I understand the Okun trade at all. Um, I think Rule's going to do a really good job with them as well. Well, I said that. I think Carolina, and I even have them ranked. I can't remember what number we'll get to them, obviously. But I actually said that I think Carolina can stand a really good chance, especially with Teddy, if they hold the ball for 48 minutes to 50 minutes a game. So I have they to could. Do. So I have to do. And with this type of offense, you can do it. You have Teddy, yeah. you have McCaffrey, highest paid. Isn't he highest paid yet? I think he's the highest paid. He's right highest now. paid. Come on. This is what you get. Well, this and, is al- what you and want. also, like, Bridgewater kind of did that same offense in Minnesota. Yeah. Like, he it, was like, we just hold the ball, and we run eye formation Peterson, and I throw really like, pretty corner routes. What did the Saints do with him, for God's sakes? Uh, they did a little bit of everything. I don't think he really tossed it downfield, though, quite no, a bit. No, not at all. By the way, we'll get to the Saints, man. I got them ranked pretty high. Yeah, I, I have them fairly high, too. And I don't like it. Neither do I. I but again, like, like all, But I looked at the crowd, again, and like, I, when, I hate A lot you. of this stuff is going to change whenever the season gets closer, and the schedule information is a little bit more clear, and... I, I do just want to say one more the thing here stuff too. because I want to insult you before we move on to the next batch, unless you want to talk about another team, because I want to talk about Dolphins with you. Okay. Why are they in this list for you? You were big on them. I'm, I put them because I'm not big on them, but you were telling me how they replaced everybody, how they were going to be fun to watch. Yeah. They have Tua. They have now their team. I'm surprised with you putting Dolphins where you have them. I have them, and I even said they were going to be fun, but I've been hating on them this entire time. Well, so my thing with Miami, a lot of it's about regression. Like uh-huh. they were, they had point differential of negative 188 last year, which is 32nd. But I think like they were at, they were like negative 90 with Josh Rosen in his four starts. And uh, so like a lot of that's heavy inflated. A lot of these numbers are really inflated by how bad Rosen was whenever he was there. But like, I don't know, just kind of going back through here and looking at, at the guys they took, like Austin Jackson's a, prog- a pro- uh, project. Um, the center of the corner they took in the first round as well, too. And, like, I like what they have set up here for a pass defense, but, you know, they had the most cap space in football, and the only, like, real difference maker they got here was Byron Jones, you know? So you have Zayvon Howard, paid for and, that. You have, and you have Byron Jones on each side. And then they paid off for Kyle Van Noy. They paid off for Shaq Lawson. And, like, I think it's going to be, like, fine. I just don't – they didn't really, like – I don't like the impact they made with free agency, kind of looking back at everything as a picture here. But it's because they had 11 picks. 
Well, so no, I just, their draft was fine. I think it's more of a project score thing. But I think like I you think, just wanted them to get more action, like more talent, like more veteran. Well, well I think with their free agency money, they could have got more top tier talent. Maybe, maybe like one more guy. And like their offense is bad last year, and it's still kind of the same offense. I don't know what they're going to do with their offensive line. Uh, their offensive line is just going to be like five spots of competition. But I do think like Miami, this is going to be you know like a six or seven win season for them this year. And then next year, I think they have the chance to kind of take off and actually start competing if I'm like... See, that's where I agree. I, like, they're going to be fun, they're gonna be fun this at. year because like two is really fun. And uh, next year is going to be like whenever all of the resources that they got from the Tensil trade and the Fitzpatrick trade and there's some maturation with those assets and all the cap space they have um, like really starts to blossom. Because like it doesn't take five years to build a football team. It takes... One year, maybe two years, you have a quick turnaround. Like, well, sometimes it takes one year if you have a good quarterback and head coach. But it's also about how the guys pan out, too. I mean, you really do have to have everything kind of work in sync, especially after the first year, because we even saw Cleveland when Manver Baker came into the season. Oh, look at Cleveland. Look what they're going to do. And then look what they turn out to be. Yeah. So hopefully Miami well, looks it, that way, but like, then it's like that sophomore slump. Yeah, it's, well, it's always like the hot team. Never yeah, really works out, like except season. for Los Angeles. Los Angeles is the one team that was the hot team that made the Super Bowl, but typically the hot. Faded. Well, yeah, because they're in salary cap hell. But typically the hot team isn't good the first year. It's usually good the second year is how it works. But I don't really even see the Cleveland though, uh, and we'll, we can talk about the Jets. Oh yeah, I guess here for this next badge. So, and I guess we can talk about Cincy then too. So for the next one, I I tell this one maybe just maybe, and these are teams that could possibly make the playoffs. So I have. The Chargers at 24, Chicago at 23, Cleveland at 22, Los Angeles Rams at 21, Denver at 20, the Jets at 19, Arizona at 18, and Atlanta at 17. So what do you got over there? Interesting. All right. So I have Bengals 24. I have Chargers 23. It's funny that you and I you and I are pretty close here. I have Panthers 22. I have Bears 21. I have Patriots 20, I have Atlanta 19, and I have Broncos 18. What about 17? 17, let me get there. I have Browns. <laughs> hey, man, I got a list over here. I got I got paperwork, man. Okay, so I guess the, the two we don't have is New England and, I'm you say and Carolina. Yeah, but Cincy. Carolina you put on the batch before so and I Cincy. I want to talk about Cincy real fast because – yeah, I loved their offseason. That's what I mean. Why but did you I, put I them have two, in like, Well, like I have two questions. One, their offensive line. And then two, I don't think Zach Taylor's a good head coach. Like last year, like oh. he didn't show anything at all. Like even when Dalton was the quarterback, like there was That's nothing interesting at all about that offense. Um, and even like during the NFL draft, I know a lot of stuff doesn't mean thing, but like there, his his like station was like a wood desk by himself in like a one bedroom apartment, you know. And like I don't know what this guy does, what he's good at, uh, and so that's my that's my one concern about Burr. Like I mean, we talked about the age thing, but also I just don't know if Taylor's good. But I love their draft. I love how I love the skill players they have around Burrow. I love everything they have set up there. I like their defense. I love their defensive line, and also like their draft too. They added three linebackers. And they added uh, other linebackers, too, in, in their offseason as well. And that was the big weakness in their defense as well. But, I mean, you have Mixon. Or is it Trevor? And you have AJ. So, what else? I, I think that this is going to be fun with Joe Exotic to be able to play and see what the offense can do. I just don't understand the other side of the ball with the Bengals. Because their now, defensive line is awesome. Well, 
but so you're good. still with their secondary though. You're still hoping for the best. I feel like it's more of a Houston thing where you're just praying, hoping, fingers crossed, these guys are going to make something happen because our defensive front's going to be able to put pressure. Yeah. That's what well, I feel like Cincinnati's really their their fingers are crossed for their defense. I expect their offense to be explosive, which is why I'm surprised you put them as low as you did. I get your point on the bad head coach. I just think that Joe Exotic has enough weapons, especially I like Mixon, and I like how A.J. Green is coming back because this is a prove-it-to-us year. And this is you want a contract? You can get a contract if you have a great year and we don't see you on the sidelines with that foot again. I, I like this team. I really do. And I never thought I would say that, especially because you're the guy that likes the colors and the uniforms. Yeah, it's hilarious. It's like grown <laughs> men kitty cat uniforms. It will never not be funny. Um, no, like, I understand what you're saying. I mean, even their cornerback group, like, I don't like Trey Waynes a lot. I, I just They gave him a good amount of money. Yeah. Uh, Mackenzie Alexander's fine, but uh, Jackson the third's really good. Like, he's a cornerback number one. And so, like, that's division, a fine cornerback group. Well, and also at linebacker, they added, they had, they had Logan Wilson from Wyoming. They had Akeem Davis Gaither from Appalachian State. And he was expected to be, like, uh, maybe a French second round pick, but I guess the medicals for him weren't very good. And so he dropped in the draft. And then they also added, they also add Josh Bynes from Baltimore. And so like, I don't think these are maybe like incredible, like players no, or ever, but it's up. not Nick Vigil. <laughs> but that's the big thing here. It's like just by even having serviceable, that makes a big impact. And with that defensive line, I mean, you're they're gonna be able to just chase and tackle. Like it's an easy life for those linebackers hold, there. Hold on, but I have a what do you, what do you have the Bengals at though? I have them at twenty four here. Yeah, I'm twenty seven. You're making. Really, a, I just really like it. I like everything. My case, so I think I'm gonna have to bump them up. I think. Yeah, I feel like you want to. Well, and they all, so not only do they have Green, but they also drafted T Higgins in the second round. And like, if you don't know anything about the NFL drafts, I'll just be like, yeah, it's a wide receiver from Clemson. He's gonna be really good. There's going to be something that yeah. you can work with. But that's what I mean. I mean, that's so many weapons for a guy that's just coming into the league with age. So he obviously knows. And by the way, I don't know why that you're hating on the age with the guy, especially where everybody says he's the most quarterback ready for the NFL because his style was more NFL ready. So wouldn't you want that from a guy who has the more mature age to be the NFL-ready guy? Well, it's just like I'm, like if I fought a 15-year-old, it wouldn't be a very fair fight. It's kind of like what I mean by that. Yeah, no, no. And I get what you're saying because in college, you and I talked about that, where it's just the older guy being able to take advantage of the younger guys making the mistakes. It's just... Still, he did play like an NFL quarterback. Oh, for sure. No, he was. He had. It was more than Brandon time, Whedon. For sure. Yeah, and like he's not twenty eight years old. Like <laughs> dude, Whedon was great. I mean, I love oh, that. He man. was Dallas Cowboy forever, right? He's in the Ring hey, of Honor. Uh, for the Houston Texans, you know his career record was as starting quarterback. Hold on, six and two. One and zero. Oh. <laughs> I thought he they played beat, more games for y'all. What? No, they beat the Titans. Well, no, I think he came in at halftime a game against the Colts because C.J. Yates got hurt. And he I led like a game winning like field goal. <laughs> and it was the first time Houston ever won in Indy. I may be wrong, but I think that's right. And then he started the next week against Tennessee, did nothing the entire game, but he like hit DeAndre Hopkins on a fade down the right sideline and they kicked a field goal and that's who won the game. Why doesn't Brandon Wien have a statue in the Houston Texans Stadium? I mean Was yeah. it Reliance Stadium? No, she's just doing his job. Oh yeah? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh but yeah, I, I I think I probably will move up since you never actually write this thing later this week. You would have to. I so, can't believe. I want to talk about Chicago real fast. Ooh. One one thing is that giving up a pick, I know we disagree on this, but still, 
giving up a pick for Foles was so unbelievably dumb. The Jaguars should have gave them a pick back because nobody should take on that contract at all whatsoever. Two, it's also like their defense. Like they didn't add anybody this year. At no, all. no, no. And yeah, and I'm, I'm that with you defense on this. was two years ago. It was it was a defense two years ago that was an all time great defense. Their coordinator left Nick uh, Vic Fangio. He's you now the head right. coach in Denver. And Pagano's the coordinator. Like they were fine last year, but they were an all time great defense only more. And a big reason for that was they didn't force as many turnovers. And so it's like I don't think that magic's ever gonna come back at all for that defense. Um, like I don't like unless they force you know thirty five turnovers next year. Like where is it gonna come from there for them? Hold on, hold on, hold on. So let's go back to what you said here. You you stated something at the beginning of the conversation. His name was Nick Foles. Then you just ended your conversation with saying, I don't know where the magic is going to come from. So let me just combine those two things together, and let me just tell you that's what's going to happen. This is what it is for Chicago. I think Chicago is playing their hand really right. This is a gamble, which is why I'm, I'm with you. I put them at 21 because it's a coin flip situation, what you're trying to pull right now. But I'm for it. Trubisky's going to fail. The defense didn't try because when your quarterback is on the 20 on your own side and he just throws interception on the defense, you're just going to be like, go to hell. But when it comes to Nick Foles, all I need to have happen is Chicago to go 5-5. Five and five. If they go 5-5, five and five, Trubisky is questionable, whatever. Nick Foles will come in and we're done. And they're gonna go all the way to the NFC Championship, and then it's all about okay. who can no, prove it. No, that already ha- that happened that, one time. Uh, okay, you are. It happened once. And just let you know, it should have happened again. It could have. He didn't make that miss. That wasn't him, he, was it? I mean, he did make one really bad throw. Ha- hold on, game. hold on, Matt. How good did he look? He looked fine. He looked good. He looked the fine. man looked good. He just he needs the moments. Chicago's the perfect spot for him. Chicago's just desperate. And I get what you're saying that they should have gotten something in return, but Chicago is so desperado because they want their they quarterback. Sh- I mean, they should just waited. But they want their quarterback to show them something, and they're tired of waiting on Trubisky. So this is putting pressure. Yeah, I see what you're saying. So in 18, they forced 36 turnovers. Last year, they forced 19. Also, listen to this the swoon they had in the middle of the season last year. Points scored 16, 14, 20, 7, 19, 24. They had a big 31-point outburst. Against Dallas, and then 13-3-21. Yeah. So, like, they couldn't put up more than uh, 24 points, which NFL offenses are typically able to do week to week, except against Dallas, and uh, which is fun. All right, so I got to do say one more thing about Chicago before we move on here, because this is why they are ranked 21 for me. Why do you have eight tight ends? You have eight tight ends, and here's my thing, too. Why did you pay Jimmy Graham money and then draft a tight end? They gave him like two years, $16 million also. That's what I mean. Uh, like, I'm even well, asking Chicago end, Bears fans, being like, why would you do that? And they're even shrugging their shoulders saying, I have no clue. This is the dumbest I thing I've ever... I can tell I've you why. Why? It's eight because, tight ends? Well, no, it's because tight ends usually take like... It usually takes until like year three until they're really good. And it's just because they have to learn the passing game and the blocking game. So you get and eight so of that's them? why. No, I don't what understand. Like I don't understand the Grimm. Throwing it at the wall. I don't understand one of the Grimm signing stick. all them. Like Graham isn't block. He's just like a big slow slot receiver. I just didn't understand paying him. Like you could make the argument for whatever, and I agree with you. They your gave him point. one year, four million. Who? Jimmy Graham. I thought they gave him more. They gave him two years, 
twelve, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's or what two I mean. sixteen, one of the two. That's right. Oh, you're saying they should have given him like yeah. one year. Boy, yeah, exactly. Give right. him Jason Witten money. You. Yeah. How did Jason Witten get that, and Jimmy Graham got that? Yeah. Like what did four. Jimmy Graham do last year? I'm glad Jason shaved his dome. Uh, oh and like this, the only player they really well, it's their defense. They had Artie Burns, which I really like that pickup, and they had Robert Quinn, and they added a Fetty to replace Kyle Long, but. It's, I mean, it's kind of the same team. It's and like, the same team. All Quinn is doing is replacing uh, Leonard Floyd. And, like, Floyd showed some flashes, and he worked okay with Khalil Mack. But I think Floyd's going to have a really good year in, with the Rams because he's just going to, like, oh, uh, Aaron Donald draws three guys, and he forced the quarterback. Like, you know, Clay Matthews had eight and a half sacks last year? Doing nothing. Just He just sits there, and then quarterbacks run over to him because of Aaron Donald. Did I think Clay Matthews really have eight and a half sacks? <laughs> and so I think Floyd can do the same thing. Uh, in that same sort of role. The other thing about... I feel like I could get something there. Yeah. I can get like an assist on a sack. Well, the other thing I want to say about Chicago too is the coach is insane. Like he like, I played the kick every single day. I don't know what he's doing. Like I just sat there and watched the kick over and over again. And like before they start any meeting, he start off the kick. And it's like, you're going to... That's a. That's like... It's a psychopath. I mean, it's like building a strip club on a... <laughs> On a sacred Indian burial burial ground, you know, bad stuff's gonna come out of there. And only hiring white women. <laughs> Whatever you want to do, whatever you want to do. Uh, but yeah, so they're they're kind of a mess. So why do you have New England twenty? You don't I, believe in Jarrett Stidham? You know, <laughs> yeah, I want you, you to know, make everywhere from. Do I even need to say Massachusetts after you to Maine? That? They all think he's gonna be the next Tom Brady. Wait, you're lying, right? No, no, no. I'm not lying at all. Wait, stop. Yeah, they all think this he's is my, next Tom this, Brady. Like, actually, my whole theory is that's why Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots have done nothing in the offseason. That's why they've just given away players, and they've done absolutely zero. It's because they do not believe in him, and my entire theory is, dude, I'm going to stick with this. They're tanking. They're tanking for Trevor Lawrence. And the entire idea behind my theory is they're going to be in 20 because you have to make it look semi-good. I just think that's where they're gonna go. Yeah. You, you, really? People believe a, that Stidham is the guy. I'm so surprised. Oh no, I see. I see clips all the time on the internet. Uh, no, no, I see like Patriots people. They post clips of him playing against the Lions in the preseason last year. He was pulled in the last preseason because he looked bad. Yeah, he, but he had some. No, he was great last preseason. I thought they pulled him because they, they pulled didn't want him because him to play. it's the fourth preseason game. It's like, yeah, you've had your preseason. Because That's they didn't it. Want him to play we he need you. Bad. I was really hoping that Sidham was going to be a sixth round pick, but unfortunately, he's a fourth round pick. Okay, so then my question to you then: If Sidham is that guy, if people truly believe that. Why hasn't Bill given him anything? What are his weapons? He doesn't Matt, have to give him anything. Hold on, hold on, Matt. I want to even ask. I want you to answer this question for me because I truly have zero clue. Who are his receivers? I don't know. Really. <laughs> well, they, so they did add two receivers. You know who they are? Who? Marquise Lee, former Jacksonville Jaguar, who oh, I think tore his ACL. I was going to say that's going to last for about four weeks, six and weeks. Demir Bird from Arizona. I don't. You don't know who Demir Bird is? Demir Bird. Where have you been living? Living under a rock? You don't know who Demir Bird is? <laughs> Who's Demir Bird? I'm very disappointed. In what you. did he do? You don't know? I'll send you something. Well, send me something. I'll make you a Demir Bird highlight mixtape. Hold on. So you're saying that he's going to be the guy for Stenham. That's what, and that's how you're <laughs> reacting to me, is that Bird is the guy, Taylor. You don't know what the hell you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, this is the worst skill group in football. <laughs> like, come on. What the hell? It really is. And yet... And what makes me... Like, I really... 
I mean, it's because it's Belichick. What did he get on defensive side too? The defense is pretty much the same again. No, it's not. He's giving away players. Uh, I mean, they lost guys, but they always do. <laughs> they don't pay players. So they lost Van Noy. They lost Landon Roberts. They and lost they, Jamie Collins. But, <laughs> and their defense wasn't good last year. They drafted a lot of defensive players. So he's hoping that a lot of rookies are going to prove themselves in the no-fun zone. Well, now you don't have the greatest quarterback all of all time to listen to. Yeah, this is going to go really they, well he, this I season. Like he, they always make it work, though. And that's just so sickening about like because yeah, of Tom. I mean, like from a town perspective, yeah, it's it's rough. <laughs> this is rough. But, like their defense is gonna be good though next year, but it's like it may be so so, man. It's gonna be good. No way it's gonna be. They good. had like a top two pass defense last year. Uh, I see. It's gonna be so so. It's gonna be good. But um, the one thing about though, it's like I think Bill Belichick's just like the league is a little too easy. Let's see how hard we can make it. All right. Well, according it's like, to this you, is, this is ultra all Madden right according now. According to you, Stenham's the guy, and Bird is the new number one receiver to draft in fantasy. Oh, I'm going to draft so in fantasy for sure. So he's going like number two. So I have New England 16. Whoa. Yeah. So you have him 20th. Whoa. I have him 16. And hold I, on. You want to talk about Atlanta though? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not ready. Okay. To jump. Okay. You're not done with New England? New England. Okay. Cool. No, I just want to say where I have him at, and like, it's awful. Like it's not. It's not. It's like it's not a good environment. The offense is bad, but. It's still New England. And, like, I don't but, think they're going to win the AFC East, <laughs> but I think they're going to win the AFC East. What? Yeah, it just seems like it's never going to not happen, you know? Okay. <laughs> okay. Now we're doing – I don't want to talk to you right I now. I feel like they're going to run, like, a wing T offense next year and win 10 games. Yo, okay. Oh, uh, you know what? Um, with my, my theory is so much better than yours because New England's not going anywhere. That doesn't do anything for them. Bill's not that stupid. That's what it comes down to for me. What are you going to do with the team that you've acquired? I think he's like Popovich, though. Like, he doesn't want to tank. No. Like, I think he looks down at tanking. Okay, Popovich drafted some really great young guys still. And the problem is that Pop is still stuck with the two old guys that won't get the hell off the team. Bill got the hell off his old guy off the damn team. He got all the old guys. So now this is kind of the let me show you this is me type deal. And he also is an economics guy. Yeah, and but Bill hasn't added anything. Yeah. That's why I don't think he well, believes he's in him. Like, he understands value better than any general manager. I know he does, but Matt, he hasn't done anything. Well, he I still can't believe he drafted a D2 safety with his first pick. <laughs> like, what a flex that is. <laughs> so, yeah, I could probably get him in the fourth round, but... He's my guy. I know who. I know what I want. You guys don't know what the hell you're talking about. Unbelievable. I, I can't. Even, I can't believe he even took Josh, um, Yuki in the third round. Like he's, or he took him in the second round. Like he's fine. Like he's short with really long arms. Like he's fine. I can't believe he won the second round either. Matt. Um. I so Atlanta. 16. Atlanta. I, I guess yeah, I want to yeah. talk about Atlanta. Well, the Chargers real fast. I want to say the Chargers should be better this year, but. That quarterback room is rough. Like Tyrod Taylor had to run a completely different offense than Herbert, and I don't like Herbert very much at all. And like if they if they had like Ryan Fitzpatrick, they could maybe make the playoffs next year. It's so funny because they have so much talent everywhere else. I pretty much written the exact. I said they have every single thing you could ever want. I'm twenty three. I said you could have them out on offense, defense. They have everything except a damn quarterback. And because even Tarod Taylor, who you say you like, by the way, and you I said love the Ty past God. two podcasts. I love Ty You're a God. big Taylor guy. But guess what? He's not good. He's not going to teach Herbert anything. Yeah, well, they just Herbert play, they play completely anything. differently. They play, like, 
I guess Ryan Mallet could teach her brother to play. Oh, that's because they're be both six great. six. By well, the way, they should have done something. How do you not go after like Jameis? Yeah, or Dalton. Uh, or Dalton. Or Cam. How do you not just go after somebody like that? I don't get it. Uh, but also, like their luck last year, they were two and nine one score games. Ooh. They had turnover differential negative seventeen, and they won two point eight less games than expected. Terod's not the good luck charm. Though. You know, everyone makes fun of Jameis, but Rivers threw twenty two interceptions last year. Get to that. Everyone's making fun of Jameis, but okay, okay. Saying. Everyone should make fun of Jameis. By so, the way, it's just stop. Why were we talking? I'm just saying. Everybody Hold wants on, to make it, fun of him. Then you have seven more, or eight more, or ten more. Uh, I think his like adjusted came out to forty. <laughs> <laughs> I can pull it up real fast if you want. You had forty interceptions. That's what you're telling me. Yeah, I, well, I'm talking about he had double the amount of turnovers. Well, he had thirty. But so just interceptions, it adds like t- it adds interceptions like a defender drops. It removes like Hail Marys at the end of the half. There are interceptions. Good. It removes interceptions that were tipped by a defender. Um, so Jameis, of course, led the league last year. So he threw 30 regular interceptions. Adjusted comes out to 40. He threw 13 dropped interceptions, two tipped interceptions, a tip and dropped interception, and zero, zero Hail Marys, which comes out to... Uh, negative zero point eight interceptions over expected, but also like you have to understand. Coming out to crap. Well, here's the thing about Jameis: you have to understand though too. You know how many passes he threw last year? How many? Six hundred twenty-four. Is that good? It's a lot. It's a lot of passes. <laughs> Goff threw six twenty-five, and he had twenty adjusted, half as much as Jameis. But that's good. He's not a fireballer like Jameis he's is. Not a fireballer? What is a fireballer? Jameis Winston. He's a dragon. So. I want to talk about, I guess, Denver. Like Denver, I liked their offseason. I like their draft. I like the young receivers they have there. Uh, and I like how they added veterans, like, pretty cheap. Like, I, I know a lot of people kind of dogs in the Melvin Gordon thing, but it's good to have more than one running back. Having two running backs is a good thing. Yeah, but aren't they the same guy? That's no. what I'm hating on. Because you, you tell me no, but where am I using the situational here? Just keep them fresh. Is that what all you're telling me? Because they're yeah. the same back. They're, I I think Gordon's a better saying. pass catcher. Slightly? That's what he's they better. used Lindsay for last year, though. Yeah, but Gordon's a better pass catcher. And Gordon's a better player than Lindsay. Well, no, I'll agree with that. When healthy, yes. It's just I don't understand the kind of... You don't kind like of that one-two punch? It's not a one-two punch. It's like a one-one punch where you're just trying to decide who's going to have the hot hand. It's good. It's I don't good. think it's good. It's good to have a lot of good If I'm on the five-yard line, who am I giving the ball to? Probably Melvin. Well, yeah. I don't know. But then Melvin, and Melvin runs it once. He looks a little tired. Bring Lindsay in. Then he can run it. Uh, but also, I like the veterans that they added. They got Casey for, I think, a six-round pick. They got A.J. Boye, I think, for a fourth-round pick. I like the veteran talent they added. And like I like I like what they have set up You here. like Drew Locke? That's the question. Though, <laughs> like, I don't know if Drew Locke's good or not. Like I watched I him play does. four games last year, and like he's made some really great throws. Um, his accuracy is good. His pocket's kind of weird. He's kind of like an athlete too, but I don't know. I don't have a good feel for Drew Locke though. But Denver did have a really good draft. Yeah. And it, like, it seems like they got everything they needed. It seems like that they improved on all, cause they got the tight end. I believe they, they improved on all. Yeah. They improved on all aspects that they needed in order to make Drew Locke comfortable here. I, I mean, just like you're saying the one, two punch with the backs, he has weapons on the receiving end. So he has Corlin Sutton, he has Jerry Judy, and he has KJ Hamler. Who's Jerry Judy? Yeah, it's yeah, good. It's and they, good. And they has no fan from last year. And again, like tight ends usually take you know two three years to develop, 
It's a, it's a big playbook. And it's not like Denver has a bad defense either. If they no. can hang, then they can hang. I, I actually like Denver, which is why I put them at 18. Where did you have them? I have them 20. Okay, so kind of in the same category yeah, here. Yeah, and they lost Connor McGovern, Derek Wolf, Chris Harris Jr., Ronald Leary, Joe Flacco, and Andy Janovich. Wait, they lost Flacco Flacco? Well, he's going to go somewhere else. <laughs> he wasn't very happy there at all. Where? Remember he was like making fun of He was like, the offense corner is bad. I we're too conservative. It's like, dude, you're you're the worst quarterback in the league right now. Michael Flacco's not going anywhere. No, I think nobody I think wants him. Um, somebody's gonna have to, like, I think. Here's how many, a how many wait, wait, giveaway. How many quarterbacks have to get coronavirus for Flacco to get signed? Seven. No, five. Five. Okay. Five. All right. Yeah, it's got to be five. Because Wacko Flacco is still gonna put on the charm, and people be like, "Hey, you remember this season? That was me." Oh, you think he goes to Cleveland? Maybe. Oh, no, he goes to Minnesota. Oh. I can see him in Minnesota. He's not much different than Kirk Cousins, so I'd rather have Kirk, sadly enough. For sure. Yeah, wait, wait, yeah 100%. Because sure? Kirk's like the 13th best quarterback, and Flacco's the 37th best quarterback. Unless there's something on the line. But you know, Kubiak, Kirk doesn't become the last the 13th. time Flacco had a really good year, Kubiak was the offense coordinator. Something, well, something to look forward well, to. Oh, I do want to talk about something, though, because we're, we're going to get to. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're going to get to. Oh, I yeah. love Atlanta. Their defense is bad. How, what do you have them at? I have them at eight, 19. But like you understand. We have them exactly. Yeah, you have to understand too. Like I say, no, I don't have them at 19. I have I'm them at 19. 17. Okay, I have them 19. But like a lot of things, I don't really care about winning and losing all that much anymore. Like I just care about like, is it like what's enjoyable to, about watching it? Okay. And there's so many fun things about Atlanta for next season. Yeah, let's like uh, just not care about uh, winning or losing. Let's have like a cool, fun award. Let's just like have a participation trophy. No, not participation. That, oh, the cool, the cool guys. Like, let's fun. just have the emoji sunglass award. I like that. That is That's what how you I watch football. <laughs> I turn the AC off. That's so sad. And I put on the coaches' film. Like that was pretty cool. So the greatest thing for me about the Atlanta team, and we talked about it before here, is all the first rounders for that offensive side. That's great. Now, the worst side of that football is the defensive side. Their head coach is a defensive guy. So, what are we talking about? Well, hey, Ricard Neal is going to be back from a torn ACL. What? He plays safety for them. And without him last year playing safety, it really kind of uh, threw the communication and their secondary out whack. And, like, whenever you have, whenever you play, like, a cover three defense, your middle of the field safety has to be a really great ball player. And without Neal, like, everything else kind of went to hell. Uh, but yeah, like their defense, they added Dante Fowler to it, Leroy Reynolds, and they went pretty much all defense in the draft with AJ Terrell, Marlon Davidson, and uh, those are their first two picks in the draft too. So like, I think the defense is bad, but I think they could, this could be like a top five offense again though. A top five offense, yeah. maybe whenever they're just coming back from being down fine. 15, 20 points. It's going to be fun. And it's just Matt Ryan being able to chunk the ball. I think this is Matt Ryan's last year. Really? This is like his last, like he's going to have one last really great year. I think this is going to be it. You know what sucks? He deserves something. Yeah. I don't know if he deserves a Super Bowl. He does. He deserves something. They should have won the Super Bowl that year. No, 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 no. You went up against Tom. That's what happens when you go up against Tom and you don't run the football when you should run the football. You went toe to toe. That's what happens. We're, uh, whatever. You, don't you whatever well, I lo- me. I love Marlon Davidson there too. Him and Gray Jarrett next to each other is going to be beautiful. I'm gonna. I, oh, I can't wait. For, there's so many fun things here. You have that. You have Lindstrom, so Caleb McGarry double yeah, teams. We both have them ranked oh, in the teens here. You have Caleb McGarry, Hayden Hurst, Trey Blocks. Great, 
You have Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley on opposite sidelines. Great. Sprinkle, sprinkle in a little Laquan Treadwell in there. Uh-huh. Todd Gurley, he's back. Yeah. <laughs> don't you say that. You need a little off year. A little R&R. Yeah, a little off year. They don't trust him because his no, knees no, won't no. hold he, up. He just need a little R&R last year. There's no R&R. <laughs> he's yeah. back this year. He's some Matt Michael secret stuff. Yeah. That's what he needs. Some Bugs Bunny Space Jam going on here. And I, I think their offense does have like 12 first round picks. We no, did I, think, I thought the entire offense was first rounders. Yeah. Well, so their entire starting unit, right? No, because I don't think James Carpenter is, and he's their left guard. Replace him. I think so. I replace him. I think so. I'd just bring somebody out of retirement or something just so I could say my entire first unit is first rounders. All right. So the next batch here. Blow it up in my face. For 16 through 9, I have New England 16, Green Bay 15, Indy 14, Pittsburgh 13, Tennessee 12, Philly 11, Houston 10, and then Minnesota 9. Okay, uh, we're we'll. T- Let's hear your oh, okay, we'll touch on the Houston ten. Is that what you just said? Okay. S- wait, wait. Do you not want to talk about? Uh, Let's we'll hear yours. It. So I have sixteen Rams, fifteen Cardinals. I have fourteen Steelers, thirteen Packers, twelve Titans. We're same on that one. Eleven Seattle, ten Vikings. Nine Colts. So, who do you think scores more points next year? The Arizona Cardinals or the Houston Texans? Arizona Cardinals. I don't I even think, think so it's going to be close. And just to let you know, what, can you, you – okay, okay. This is going to be I'm, – I'm trying to relax on this one. I'm trying not to, like, yell at you because of all the crap you have talked to me. I need you to make the argument that Houston is better than Arizona. Go. The division's oh, a little no. bit easier. I don't even think that. I yeah. think you're out of your damn mind. The South's okay. easier than the okay, West Okay, maybe slightly, but it's not by a lot. Well, Jacksonville, playing two games against Jacksonville. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean by slightly. Yeah, and then I would say, like, Indian Tennessee are weird. I could see either one of those teams be an eight-win or seven-win team as well. So you're making the case that Houston should be like, I think, a better I think team San than Arizona. Francisco you're making Seattle, that case, though. Seattle should be 10 win teams. I, I mean, I just think Deshaun Watson's better than Kyler Murray. Like, this really comes down to. It's not, no, that's not but what it comes down to. That's not NFL, what it comes down to. Don't NFL, say that. The NFL is a quarterback-driven league. I agree with you. That's not what it comes down to. That's not what this is going to come down to a lot. By the way, oh, my Lord. It's Kyler Murray set up for success. Yeah. Oh, my what a, what, a, what a lucky little booger he is. What did that little man get? He got everything. He has everything. Oh, oh, Kyler, hey, we're not only going to get you a receiver. Let's get you, like, the best. Let's just get you the best. We're not going to only get you a running back, but let's get a guy that wants to prove himself and have a breakout. Yeah. Like, oh, you know what? We just happen to have the best linebacker drop to us, so we have to be able to take it. I just we don't know what to do right now. Do you? The only thing I like about their defense is Vance Joseph is the DC, and like he's never been a really great DC. I wish uh, I can't remember their old head coach, their, their old defensive coordinator. He went. In, it's not Bowles, but it maybe it maybe Bowles. They're in two different spots. I don't know. They used to be like really blitz heavy and really exotic and a lot of fun to watch on defense. Whenever they had their previous defensive coordinators, and Joseph really isn't that. He's been 
liked that a little bit more, uh, but he's not the same. But I think Simmons has been great in like Arizona's defense in 2014 or whatever, you know. I think this is insane that you truly have the Houston Texans where you do when you don't even believe that. I just Watson's really good. Uh, and I, I you're, think, you're only selling and, me on that one piece. Well, and, and it's it, not enough because he's gonna be pissed. It's that, and I think. Well, it's it's mainly the reason why I'm Tennessee. I had to put him ahead of Tennessee and Indy just because Watson's Watson's so good that I think they're they're the favorites in the AFC South because how good Watson is. Oh, I wouldn't even and put so, them favorites. Yes, yeah, so listen, and so because of that, he has to go above those teams, and so I have Tennessee and Indy above them. Uh, no, because I that's why I even had the Colts at nine. I put Colts at nine because I knew that they were going to be ahead of this division. So this the is Colts the pissed me off again. Why? What so are you upset with? All that cap space, they got Phillip Rivers, nope. Xavier Rhodes, Keep going. DeForest Buckner, there it is. Roosevelt Nix, and Sheldon Day. That's Dude, all That's all that's $90 million. That's solid. It's fine. That's pretty freaking solid. But You're really hating on that? Yeah. Because I'll put it to you this way. That was more than what they did last year, which is what you and I talked about. And that team was just fine, and then they eventually faded. Well, now they've spent money. Now they have a quarterback that's willing to throw the ball downfield, which is all I think this determines. Because to your point, he threw 22 interceptions. It's all about can he just stay a little accurate. He has plenty of weapons around him. They drafted another running back in case Marlon Mack goes down. Well, again, it's not even Mack goes down. They can both be really good at the same time. I don't know how that works. Just Marlon Mack, I would just put – Marlon Mack is like, you're my number – you just keep yeah, running the ball. Yeah, it's salt and pepper. It's fire and ice. You I know? don't even think that's salt and pepper. It's I'm God just, and the devil. I don't know who – I'm just going to give it to whatever you would consider Marlon Mack because that's who's going to get the yeah, ball I, every time. Yeah, I love time. Mack, but they're, no, they're both probably going to get like 20 carries a game. Well, I don't like that. They may not even throw the ball at all. I don't think you need to when it comes to any because their offensive line is so good. Well, and that's that's the, I mean Rivers was pretty dumb last year. His arm looked bad, but the case for Rivers this year is that he has a really good offensive line in front of him. He does. His offensive tackles aren't Trent Scott and uh, Sam Sam Tevy at all anymore. Like he has a first round pick at left tackle, a second round pick at right tackle. They got their guy. Like, come on, this is what this is what we've been waiting for with Indy. Like, this I is think, what they've been waiting for. I mean, it's still time. so funny that they sat on $90 million of calf space. Like, oh, okay. So we gave a first-round pick for Buckner and Rivers, and that's what we sat on our cap space for. Yeah, Buckner was worth everything for that. You we'll can't see. tell me that Buckner's not worth it. I think San Francisco made the right decision, though. Woo! I don't know about that. Well, Armstead's more multidimensional. Armstead got what he got because of Buckner. Well, no, he got what he got because he can play inside and outside. Yeah, and they, they got first-round pick out of it. Yeah, oh, and I agree with you on that because it wasn't the 13th. Yeah. Something nice. Yeah. yeah. But either way, I, I just really like Indy this year because they got all the pieces that I felt like they were missing. They made the moves that they needed to make. Houston didn't do anything. Jacksonville, and then if you want to get Tennessee, to Tennessee, didn't do anything. They're just running it back. Exactly what they're doing, and that's why I put them at twelve. Which is funny that you put them at twelve too. Well, I I so feel like I like Tennessee. It was beautiful they did last year. But my big thing, and like they weren't super lucky last year. But the one thing about them was their touchdown rate in the red zone was seventy three and a half percent. It's not going to be that again next year. And so like I think they're still going to play well. They're going to be a good team. But they're going to regress dramatically, and they're, they're like their offensive. They're going to score like seven points less a game, and then be like, "What's wrong with Tennessee's offense this year? Why are they not scoring any points?" Like, <laughs> yeah, it's because they scored a touchdown seventy five percent of the time in the red zone. I think with Tannehill at quarterback, it was like eighty two percent, and that seventy three percent number is with 
uh, Mariota quarterback as well too. And so like that's that's kind of I I mean I it's just a, it's just a weird kind of situation though. I can see any three of those teams winning the division. Um, yeah, my my thing is like Watson's a top like a fringe top five quarterback. I'm not saying he's not. That's not my point. You're making one case for one guy. Yeah. You're saying this one guy is gonna do it all. Yeah. Matt. Matt. <laughs> Come on. That's what I'm saying. Come on. That's what I'm saying. This is gonna this is gonna hurt you. So Green Bay last year, NFC championship. What you put champions, them, by the way? I have them um, fifteen. You have I put them thirteen. The 13 yeah. Yeah. Are you and I both are so haters. they were they were very lucky last year. I agree. So I can I can tell you how lucky they were. Well, you and I both said that this was the worst like NFC worst like, thirteen and three team yeah. I've ever seen. Uh, but last year they were eight and one in one score games. They had turned differential plus twelve. They were first in the league in uh, wins over expected by Pythagorean record. One of the most lucky teams in the league. They're also like super balanced, and I like Matt Lafleur's offense very much. I think there there already is like some pissiness going on with him and Rodgers. Also, kind of seen by the love trade. And they just didn't add really anything at all. Like, this isn't a team that could be stagnant and then improve next year. Or they had to add talent to it. It's like it's not like Rodgers is going to get any better at all either. And Man, uh, they're pretty much identical again. What I was going to say to your point, kind of uh, tiptoeing off of that. Uh, what are you talking about, dude? They got what they needed in the first two rounds. So they needed to fill certain holes. So you draft a quarterback and a running back. Yeah. Because those are the holes you need to fix in the first two rounds. Mm-hmm. Are you dumb? What are you taught? What are you doing if you're the Green Bay Packers? This is why you drop. Whoever has them in the top 10 are morons. There is no way the Green Bay Packers are going to be able to pull off what they did last year. All I have written in my notes was the quarterback and the running back made me laugh because their running back was the best part of their entire team. Yeah. And thank God they had him. Otherwise, they wouldn't have been so good. But I did write is I can't wait until the quarterback and the coach fight this season. Oh, yeah. Because what week? The, the, oh, I'm putting it week eight. Yeah, keep week, talking real fast. Yeah, yeah. It's fine because I have week eight being listed out when it comes to them fighting between each other. There is no way this is going to be able to work because to your other point, the only reason why they didn't fight last year is because they pulled out those wins. If they didn't pull out those close victories, you could tell Aaron Rodgers' face wanted to say something every single time. Well, you know who they play week eight? Who they play week eight? The San Francisco 49ers. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Because that's a blowout. November 5th at 7.20 at night. That's it, man. Sounds like Sunday night. I'm doing it. That is the game where they are going to start. Because obviously it's going to start like being behind the scenes. People are going to start talking about the media. But 8 is going to be where they make it public. Packers are 3-4 and four right now. And they just seem to be in a funk. And they're going to turn this around. They're playing the 5-3. and three, Or maybe the 49ers would be... 6-1. and one. Nah. 4-3. and 6-1. and one. I think it's going to be a little bit kind of like a rougher year for them. Uh, so also the thing about Green Bay, so they lost a receiver in Geronimo Allison. They replaced with Devin Funches, who played one game before breaking his wrist. That's what you want. They replaced Blake Martinez, who's hilariously bad. And for whatever reason, the Giants are like, yeah, here's $30 million. And they replaced him with Christian Kirksey. And they lost Brian Beluga to, they always say Belaga, but it's spelled Beluga, uh, to the Los Angeles Chargers. And they signed Ricky Wagner. So they just like, they're running the exact same team of back, except they have a backup quarterback who's a rookie, and they have A.J. Dillon, and Thank everything God. else is the same. Thank it's God the same I got team. those weapons. 
Whenever the over unders come out, I want to bet uh you know seventy thousand dollars on the under on it. I I bet you that they're gonna like put them at like eleven wins. Yeah. I bet you it's gonna be disgusting because it's stupid. Last thing I'm gonna say is I really like the Jets off season draft, but Adam Gase is so bad. Well, no, because what did they really improve for Sam? What did they really give him? They have a whole new offensive line. Yeah, I know. What did you give him for wide receivers? I can look it up. You gave him nothing, man. That's what I'm saying. You can look it up all you want, but I can tell you that's why you're looking it up because he doesn't have one person. You even said you liked the Robbie Anderson ad for Carolina earlier. Guess what New York doesn't have? Robbie Anderson. (laughs) All right, well, he has Ryan Griffin. Oh, now we're talking. The guy, Ryan Griffin. He has Le'Veon Bell. I'm talking wide receivers. I made that clear. Well, he caught like, I think, 100 passes last year. Dude, this is bad. You can't even give me any. I, I can't name one receiver. This is have. bad. That, that, no, I'm not even trying to talk smack. I'm saying that's how bad they are on the wide receiver end. I, I so, did, what is Sam Darnold going to do? I like Sam, though. Me, too. I just don't like Gase. And, like, they're all, their draft was great with Beckton, Mims, Ashton Davis, Zuniga. Those are four slam dunk picks. And even Perrine's a good pick, too. We're fine. Matt, I agree with you. I just want that one question answered. It's That's how bad it is with the New York Jets, and that's why I have them rank where they are. Because you didn't really – I mean, even on the defensive side, you didn't really do much. And then on the offensive side, you didn't give them weapons. So, great. You can protect them. But who the hell is he going to give the ball to? Yeah, and it's dubious that they're really able to protect them. The weird thing, though, about their um – their offensive line numbers are like 30 second, 30 second, 30 second. That's what you want. And like adjusted line yards, sack rate, pressure rate. But Darnold only has 7% sack rate, but it's like Luke Falk had 22% sack rate. The other backup, I think, had 18% sack rate. All right. Oh, no. Nave Jamison Crowder. Week one last year, he caught 14 passes for oh, 97 God. yards. They have Josh Doxon. Remember him? Yeah. He is a former first-round pick. All they did was take Washington's wide receiver so far. They had Brashad Perriman. He was pretty good in Tampa last year. They took all of Washington's wide receivers. Well, he never played for Washington. I thought Perryman was at one time on Washington Redskins. Are you so. sure? I don't think so. Man, we're gonna. But have to he look this up. he's just gonna replace Robbie Anderson and Vincent Smith, who caught a touchdown well, for the would Texans. Dotson be replacing Anderson against the Eagles. Dotson would be the speedster. No, Perryman is. He's I like Dotson was like the track guy. He's ver- too. It's just vertical downfield. That's what I thought he was. Like, Perriman just only runs in straight lines. That's what Dodson did, because he always dropped the pass. <laughs> yeah, he was, like, supposed to be really great. That's like, him and, like, Laquan Treble are the same player. Yeah. All right, so for the next batch here, eight through one, I have Buffalo, eight, Seattle, seven, San Francisco, six, New Orleans, five, Dallas, four, Tampa, three, Baltimore, two, and Kansas City, one. Dude, you are big on the Dallas Cowboys. Look at you. Look at you. I agree with you on your Bills. I have Bills 8. I have Eagles 7. I have Saints 6. I have Cowboys 5. Buccaneers 4. 49ers 3. Ravens 2. Chiefs 1. Okay, so my thing with Dallas is... Hold on. Before we get to Dallas, I want you to make one point because uh, this is a team that I had 11th. Make me the point for Seattle here, dude. Well... I got nothing for him. Russell Wilson was the best quarterback in the league last year. The magician <laughs> is not going to be... You can't do it. I, he is my favorite thing to watch on Planet Earth, but I even wrote down, what are you relying on? Just the magic again? That's yeah, he's the best quarterback the in the magic. league. And I, I really like their receivers, too. 
but they gave away Baldwin. No, Baldwin retired. Yeah, he, re- he was on the team last year. I know it. That's why I was like, like they just a hometown favorite. They just run really far downfield. Also, I like how they have six tight ends. That's yeah, but they make them work more than anything yeah. because half of them will get hurt by the end of the season, Probably so it doesn't so. really matter. Because what they have, Dilsey. They have Olsen. That hurts. They have Wilson. Wilson's going to be part And they have Hollister. Hollister. Yeah, Hollister. Head, o- head over to the mall, go to Hollister. I love Hollister. But with Seattle, that's why I have them 11. I just don't well, think they, they're going to be able to pull off the magic again. They, they were fortunate last year. They Really yeah, fortunate? I think they were 10-1 and one in one-score games. They were 10-2 in one-score games. Russell Wilson was the best quarterback in football. They had Twelve games by one score, and they went ten and two. Oh my! Like think <laughs> about a, what you're saying. That's the big concern I have for them. That is year. nuts. But I'm also expecting San Francisco drop off, Why? mainly because the team who always loses in the Super Bowl happens the next year. They're always bad. Well, they're not bad. But they always have a down year. It's because they're quarterback, or do you think that it's going to get in the coach's head again? Well, I like. I mean, I think the offense is going to run itself because Shahan's great. Um, the offensive line's great, and the t- like everything there is good. All makes sense, but yeah, Garoppolo not being able to throw against a single high safety, and just seeing eight guys in the box and be like, "Yeah, it's scary down there." <laughs> I don't want to do that. It's pretty scary. And the one time he has the chance, he overthrows it. And like, but like, he's the, the worst. And think about that too. It's like he had that chance the entire game. Like they just played single high. Like I dare you, Jim. He's like. No. I don't think I want to do it. It's kind of scary it. down there. Ugh, I can't see. It's yeah, and so that's why they lost the Super Bowl. Uh, but, I mean, it just happens every year, though. So, like, I like everything about San Francisco. I really like the Kinlaw signing to replace Buckner. I like how they did that, uh, moving around and signing Armstead got first-round pick because you can't pay both those guys. I love their linebacker group. All they had to do was get Tom. All they had to do was get Tom. Yeah, but they're just so mobile. I understand what you're saying. But if they get Tom, they win the Super Bowl. But Tom's not mobile enough for that offense, though. Like they would have, Maybe, they would have had to change G's it. Jimmy G's not mobile. He can, mobile? Move, he can like run and throw on the run. You know, be great for this offense, Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, maybe I don't know. <laughs> I even, I, I remember, I just remember the zone replays he would run. Yeah, that's really all I remember too. And I remember. I'll never forget that game fantasy. against Green Bay, where it's like, oh, there's Clay Matthews on the edge, and oh, he's bottom again. He's run for two hundred fifty-five. That's all he's doing again. Yeah, and he did it to him again the next year too, and they played like week one. I can't believe that you're so down on the 49ers. I actually still have them because no matter what, the talent is going to be there on this team. So it has to be a top three team. I'm going to still acknowledge that they were in the Super Bowl. They still get the tip of the hat. They get the tip of the hat. Yeah, that's fine. And then, like I would have them. I may. I don't know what I'm going to do next year, but like I may have them below eight, just because of that same like if you're in the Super Bowl, you typically lose. And I don't. I think teams are just going to stack the box and just like, yeah, Jimmy, throw against the single high safety. Do it. Come on, do it. And, he, you know, we'll see how it goes from there. Uh, Buffalo, they had a great offseason. I was going to say, do you want to talk about your boys? Are you going to throw against that single high safety? Well, he does, but the problem is he misses. And he can't, <laughs> he can't like – and it's kind of like the Trubisky thing with Buffalo, too. Like, Except Buffalo doesn't have the real regression where their regression's like they beat a bunch of under 500 teams. But their thing is like that pass defense is insane. Like, I, it's insane how many players they have on that pass defense. Dude, this entire season is going to rest on Josh Allen. It is so easy because Buffalo, it's the same thing of what I was saying beforehand with, I can't remember who, but I know that a lot of teams have done this with their core. Oh, it was with what's-his-face for Arizona with Murray. You have given now your quarterback and Josh Allen everything he yeah, could ever want. Yeah, everything's perfect for him. You, you have everything. So this is all. Here's the ball. Here's the suitcase. Here it is. 
just don't screw it up. Yeah. And so hopefully your boy can look the throw before running. I just it's, don't. Well, it's not that. The issue is he can't throw downfield accuracy, which is hilarious because he has one of the strongest arms in the league. By the way, you think Stephon Diggs will yell at him enough so that he will be able think, to learn how to throw no, downfield? No, I think Diggs will be like, wow, I don't have to play for Kirk. This is amazing. This is amazing. I think they paid him already as well, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, They already yeah. paid him everything. I think Stephon's going to be fine there. They have every single offensive weapon. I just like all these ex-Carolina Panthers they added. Mario Addison, Daryl Williams, Josh Norman, A.J. Klein, Vernon Butler. It's like, yeah, let's just bring back the 2016 Panthers all over again. And you think that New England's going to beat this team for the division? I just want to make sure that we have this like, on record I don't here. think so, but I think so at the same time. What that does, yeah. Okay, what is your percentage here? Uh, I would say like... Buffalo, 51, New England, 49. That's not even good. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, that's not good. That's what I mean by, like, I I don't think they are, but I think they but are. That would be all Josh Allen's fault. That's your boy. I don't know if it would be all his fault. That would be all of his fault. Maybe if they were to be, happen. like, losing this division this season, that would be all of his fault. Like what we just talked about, you have everything you could ever want. Your defense is going to be in the top five at the very least. They're only going to get better. So. Ed Oliver's going to be so good next year. It's going to be insane what that defense is going to be. And they have Star Latoue there, too. It's like, it's just the Panthers all over again. And that defense works. Like, they're similar to that Carolina team because they have the same players, but I think they just have better cornerbacks. Whereas Carolina had better linebackers. Yeah. Expert analysis there. And I would rather um, have the better cornerbacks. So, New Orleans. This is the plan for New Orleans. Drew Brees plays six games. Old Jameis plays eight games. Drew Brees oh, then plays two games, and they lose in the wild card round of the playoffs again. All right, Matt. So let me just start with this before I get to what I think the Saints are going to do this year. Because what do you have, Matt? I have them here at five, but I don't like it. Okay, so I have them at six, and I didn't like it. But can you can you tell me what Jameis's record is going to be in those eight games? A and O. Okay, all right. Like, what are, dude? Why are you doing this? And they're gonna be like, you're trying to piss me off at the end. And then at the you, end of the show, when we've had a good too. show, you're trying to piss me off here. And you know what's gonna happen too? It's gonna be like, yeah, Winston threw four interceptions. Be like, check the scoreboard. Oh my god, you're check gonna the scoreboard do it every time. Five and zero. Oh. So. My but but James makes a lot of mistakes. My whole thing is, I wasn't gonna be big on this team, but then I remembered one thing when looking at the roster. Oh, you added Emmanuel Sanders. And Cesar Ruiz. Oh, with the Cesar Ruiz thing, I told you I was already jealous. But their offensive line was already fine. They but just got that, more depth. Well, that's why they no, but that's why they lost Minnesota last year, though. Because they couldn't oh, pass got, block on the interior. Oh, and so Ruiz has all these big guys in his face, and, and he can't deal with it. Inside. I got what you're and, saying. And uh, I think Warford got hurt. I think I can't remember if Warford's hurt, Peavis hurt, but I think Nick Easton started, and he's awful. And they just put Danell Hunter and Everson Griffin at three techniques, and they're like, all right, go out there and eat. And Breeze couldn't do anything at all. No, 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 you're right. I just think, though, that Emmanuel Sanders is going to at least, even if that type of situation happens where there's injuries on the line, you're going to be able to get the ball he's out He's 35. Quicker. What did he do last year? He's very good. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, like, he's tremendously underrated over his career. Uh, tremendously underrated. And it's all about him staying healthy, which, if he does, everybody fears that man. And he was throwing blocks last year. He's 33. Oh, yeah. well, that's still pretty old up there. But still, it's a great other side for Michael Thomas so that now you're taking pressure where if you just focus on my Emmanuel Sanders is going to have a touchdown too. Ooh, I'm going to mark him down for fantasy right now. 
But that's my theory with this New Orleans Saints. I think that this is going to be a really good team because they added pieces they needed to. To your point, Cesar Ruiz, he was the one pick I wanted besides Lamb. That's what I believe in. I just they James, have such a funny, the James thing's a joke. They have such a funny offseason. It's Emmanuel Sanders, Malcolm Jenkins, Jameis, Marcus Hunt, and Michael Burden, who's a fullback. And uh but and also it's kind of funny their their draft too. It's how it typically is for New Orleans where they only draft like three players and they're done. And this time they drafted Cesar Ruiz in the second round and Zach Ball in the third round and I don't know why Bond fell. I think it may be because his athletic profile is limited, even if he plays well. Um, and he did have a diluted sample. And also, like, he's, like, I don't know. He looks a lot older than 22. Like, he looks like he's maybe 33. I want your opinion on one thing. What is your opinion on Taysom Hill? I think, I won't lie to you, douchebag. Whenever I just look at the guy, whenever he just talks, whenever it's just like, well, why do you act the way you do when you've done absolutely nothing? He Douche likes to bag. play the game. He squats like 700 pounds. What does that mean to me? He's very strong. Well, what can he do I while throwing the ball? Can he throw the ball? He did throw a touchdown. How many? One in the playoffs. How many balls did he throw all season? I don't know. Five. I like Taysom Hill's fine. Oh, yeah. Why don't you jump on that bandwagon, too? See, I'm the hater, I'm dude. That's what I live for. You can just jump on no, it. I just, you, I just, why don't you kiss him? I find entertainment and, and novelty, and you know, Hill's kind of a novelty. novelty. Um, so my thing here at Dallas, the reason why Ooh. I have them four, or have them four, five. You is because five. they were really unfortunate last year. They lost a lot of close games. They won a lot less games than expected. And they got better this offseason. Like, I really enjoyed their draft. I liked how they were able to improve their roster despite being up against the cap. And, uh, and like again, like basically everything they did last year, like you play that season a hundred times. They, you make the playoffs like what? 95 of those times. And, uh, and it took a week 17 loss for them to get knocked out, but they added Poe, they had McCoy, um, they had Clinton Dix, finally no more, uh, Heath at all there. I love and they that. drafted I... lamb. Who's he's a carnival. Man, I have ha ha on my team. Yeah. I love it. And by the way, that video that I sent I you. I love Gallimore too. Tell me you love that video of Lamb yeah, that I sent he's you. Beautiful. Whenever I saw it and whenever he's just running the route and he's just catching the batons of the color that the coach is calling out to, I love. Yeah. I love it because whenever you see his feet move, you're just insane by the quick motion. He's gonna be so good. And if he just gets stronger, oh, he's gonna be a beast. But my whole thing I with saw Dallas this, uh, high school punt return he had, he hit like seven spin moves. <laughs> <laughs> he just and Lloyd Day just runs around. He's a Tasmanian devil. So I am. I can't remember. Do you remember. think that's racist nowadays to yeah. say Tasmanian devil? No. No, it's an no, no, no. Tasmanian devil is not racist. I saw one at the zoo once. I think I've seen one once. They had in San Diego. But I don't think I've seen Well, did they ever have one here? No. Dude, I don't know. Maybe I It was cute. It just slept. Probably like on planet Earth or something. I've seen pandas, though. Yeah. Have you seen pandas? Yeah. Real? Yes. In person? San Diego. It was awake. It was eating. Oh, you saw in San Diego? It was yeah. weird. I saw Washington. Oh, cool. Ah. Interesting. Mine was eating too. Huh. All right. So let me we talk both, about- We both are lucky to live <laughs> such charmed lives. Guys. No, we're very lucky to live such charmed lives. Hell yeah, dude. It's what I'd live for. All right. So let me talk about this because I got a story here. It's about Rashard, the defensive coach. So I, I can't remember for the life of me, and this pisses me off right now because I haven't tried looking it up. I couldn't find it. So I worked the other day, I talked to some Cowboys fans, and they sent me a story. And it was about uh, one of the defensive players uh, running defensive drills and him telling a story about Rashard, who's on a podcast. 
and him saying that when he joined Dallas and he was wanting to drop down in coverage, but his position was to be in back, he dropped down in order to trick the defense. Rashard yelled at him saying, no, that's not your position. He yelled at Rashard saying, but if I'm where I'm supposed to be, the offense is going to know exactly what we're running and it's not going to confuse anybody. Rashard told him, I don't give a damn, get to where your spot is. So the entire point that I'm trying to make and what they try to make with the entire podcast there. He's a first-year defensive coordinator and there's lessons to learn. It's why Seattle gave him up. Um, It's why he didn't get head coaching, real job positions, just real interviews. But it's once you figure out he can't really do do anything he's more of a motivational guy but when it comes to really play scheming he doesn't know what to do the fact that according to the de- the defense that he he's making it so obvious for the offensive side to know what Dallas is doing which by the way I said that several freaking times last year that it was just no changes everything was left the same oh you do this just do this who cares it's when it comes to this team, when I read reports on that, it's the same thing with Jason Garrett on the offensive side. Everything became predictable. This is the year where nothing should be predictable. Everything should be fresh. Everything should be great. You have a new defensive side. You are going to be running different things, which brings me to my main problem. I have a douchebag as a quarterback, and I never thought I would have that. But he is a piece of crap to me right now in my book because I hope that he does not get paid top five money. I hope he is franchise tax for the whole season. I hope he starts blowing it. And I hope Andy Dalton is put in so he can be put Ooh, in his place. Some that, fire. That is what I'm hoping for. I never expected for him to be this way. I told you that from the start that I appreciated Dak more than Romo because I thought Dak was, was the team guy. He knew that he was the game manager. No, no, no. Dak is the Aaron Rodgers now type. Well, I mean, he played like that last year, though. He was more than a game manager last year. That's great. And what did that give me last year? You lost a lot of close games. Mm-hmm. Now, tell me about that throw against Philly that he made. Oh, he didn't make it. We missed that one. Oh, how many? Three? I can't remember. Yeah, exactly. There's too many to count. I remember count. Gallup dropping that one. That's the problem. No, I don't even care about that. You missed a wide-open player for a touchdown. Philly wanted you to win the game, and you couldn't win the game when every other quarterback before you destroyed that secondary. Yeah. Dak has so much to prove, and he is overplaying his hand. I think— He's going to lose this because Dalton, no matter what you could tell me about the Red Rocket, which I know I made fun of him saying he blew up on the launching pad, I still stick by this. He's but a, he's a, he's a slot, he's like a good quarterback. No matter what, Matt, my question is He's not you, great. He's good. Is this the best team he's ever had around him? No. Yes. I don't think so. Yeah, you your mind. It's the best team he's ever had. This offense no, is the that, best team ever. That 17 Bengals team was spectacular. The, but that, <laughs> that was the same team where he broke his thumb, and A.J. McCarron comes humping in, and that was that game they blew against the Steelers. That was a great team. I No. If Dalton's that quarterback, team. they go Weapon with the AFC wise, title. Every Protection-wise, it's the best team. This no. is what I would say that Dalton has I'd say the 17 had. Bengals are better. So my thing to you is, have you looked up Dalton and Dak's stats? Not recently. They look exactly the same. Yeah, I don't know. I think they play. Well, no my thing, my thing. I think the thing about Dak though is that he had that rookie contract where he's getting paid six hundred thousand dollars a year. I hate him. So and so much I think right what he's trying to do is recoup, you know, being a, a mid round draft pick and try to make his money while he can. And like, if a player ever tries to make money, you can't. 
uh, you'd be really, really hate that. It always how I feel. But then you have cases like if he's ever playing his hand. We saw the same thing happen in Clowney though recently, where Clowney won 20 million a year. Only five players, five defense players made 20 million, and now he's trying to get 16. And now the market's closed down, and uh, now nobody has any money to spend, and he may have to play another one year, like 13 million dollar contract sort of thing. Matt, does Dak deserve that money? Top five money? Top five money. Yeah, I think so. No. I, I'm, but like, all he has to understand is that top five money just means he's the next quarterback to get signed. That's all it means. That's, like, no. If you're the next quarterback, you if you're the next really good quarterback who's going to sign a contract extension, you get lumped in that next same group. Per year, he should not get more than 35. Yeah, I would agree with that. Okay. Yeah. As long as he you're should on make that. at least 30. Yo, yeah, 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 like, yeah. Russell's making thirty point five million this that's year. That's fine. You get between thirty and thirty five. Yeah, but if he wants forty, he, that's he absurd. He wants forty. Yeah, it's absurd. What? What do you want me to do with that? Yeah. I the problem too is it's I have such a great team in my opinion around him that the two biggest problems these past two seasons have been the two youngest guys or the two young guns or our two young stars. Yeah, the the two one four whatever yeah, they the, call themselves. The, yeah. The but Yeah, the two one four. One of them is Fat Boy who, by the way, just saw that girl he was released, so he better watch it. And the other one is overplaying himself thinking he's the greatest thing on earth. Which also it makes me so mad and people get so mad that Dallas fans say this. But do you know how many merchandise advertisements he is going to get by being the quarterback? Yeah. It's more than anybody. And I know people don't get that, but it's true. And give him some starter, hang him up in the Walmart, you know? It's so true what you get for just being a Dallas Cowboys quarterback. I'm not disgusting. Yeah, he shouldn't want. I mean, like, 40 is unreasonable, I believe. It's, it's, It's insane. I'm yeah. I'm so mad. Not, by even, the way. not even Kirk Cousins makes forty. He can't hold out. Kirk Cousins says he make forty. You know he can't hold out though. If he holds out and Dallas wins, he loses all leverage. Yeah. He can't hold out. So and they probably will win. I don't think he'll win. I mean, I'm saying oh, Dallas, no, no, will, probably Dallas win. will win. Yeah. No, no, I think they they'll will be too. perfectly fine with Andy. I just think I think about the I Cowboys though is that they actually fired their head coach in my likes, and it's kind of like, well, what's you know, I I don't know. My analogy is like, somebody, like you have two people in unhappy marriages, and one finally gets divorced. It's like, well, uh, you know, it could be a lot worse without her. And then he's like really happy just eating hot dogs for dinner every night. So how are you doing, man? He's like, I'm doing great. I'm doing great man. <laughs> he's like, you're eating hot dogs for the eighth night. Rose, like, I love it. This is the best thing ever. Want to come over? And so I think Mike McCarthy is the the hot dog dinner, and uh, and the Texans are you know sitting there looking on the outside. It's like maybe there's something, but. It's going to be interesting to see how the actual results are um, this year on the other side of the state. So we have the same thing for Baltimore and Kansas City. I think Baltimore is the most balanced team in the league. Matt, they but added people. It's all about, it's all about I mean, like, Matt, like Kansas City has better? such a good passing offense. And then uh, and Tampa, yeah, like, they're going to be good. How does Baltimore get better? They're, they're very Matt, smart. No, 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 no. I was really tempted to rank them one. They got so well, much. Well, the problem better. is that throwing the ball is more important I know, than anything I know, man. else. You know, I can never hate on the Super Bowl winning Patrick Mahomes. I even said for my notes for the Kansas City Chiefs, hopefully there is a Super Bowl hangover. Yeah, that is what I wrote down. Well, the Super Bowl hangover is going is usually the 49ers' perspective. Well, no, no, no. I need the winner because no, because you party too hard, then you get drunk. Yeah, but I mean, like, yeah, but I'm saying, like, the hangover usually is the team he loses in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I like the, the hangover year. being the winner. Yeah, but it's not usually how it works, though. But you're a loser. 
Yeah, get it's, a hangover it's like really sad, like real sad hangover. Yeah, like you're the. I crashed my car and. Yeah. Yeah, that's the hangover that. By the way, speaking of that, I've been watching a lot of forensic files, man. Talking about a lot of. Well, I hit and runs. It's been crazy on the forensic. Be, the files. best crime is hit and run, of course. Just well, rub that paint off, you know. Man, they found hairs that were like three years old inside of a vehicle. Oh, this wow. is nuts. Um, and the last thing with Tampa, like. This is what's gonna happen. I'm surprised you got to this high. Not because, like, you believe in Tom, don't no, you? No, it's yeah. Well, it's yeah. It, here's the thing about it's like everything. I, I hate Tampa. I hate <laughs> Tom Brady going there. But it's all personal pathos, you know. They're like logically, yeah, they're gonna be good. It's gonna work out just fine. But it's gonna be less fun. It's gonna be boring. It's gonna be more fun. Like watching Mike Evans catch little slant what? routes for seven yards. I don't want to see that. It's gonna be so much no, fun. I don't You're out care of your mind. That. Um. The only thing I'm looking forward to is whenever him and Breeze play, it's like they're 75 years old between these two quarterbacks. Can you believe? No, there's 85 years old between these two quarterbacks. Can you believe that, Al? And uh, and the I mean I, I'm be more I'm more excited to watch their defense and their offense next year though. I think I'm more excited to watch Tom throw a touchdown pass to Gronk to see what Gronk's gonna do in the end zone. He's gonna go up in the pirate boat. Does. Oh He's gonna God. run the crowd, hop up, go up in the pirate boat, and then launch the cannon. Yeah. Oh my God! If he cannon. does that, then okay, I'll put it to this way: if Gronk scores a touchdown, goes up into the boat, shoots the cannon, and things like shoot out, there's fireworks. You and I are going to a Tampa Bay game this year. We should go to a Tampa game or regardless. If, if he does, no, we should not, go regardless. You would have to wear a Tommy Bay shirt. No, I would wear a James jersey. And be like, I don't like this. Okay. Dude, everyone would point and laugh at you. That would be worse than if you and I wore Dallas jerseys instead of you and I wore Jameis jerseys. No, I would do that, and I would protest outside the stadium with a sign that says, uh, kill the rainforest. What? That's what I would do. Why would you do that? Because it's punk rock, dude. Okay. <laughs> right. uh, You're going to have the emoji with the thumb up and the pinky out? And then the cool and the sunglasses. Yeah. yeah. That's, what that's it is. how I roll. I, you know, like I was looking back at their draft too. You know, they resigned Sue for one year, like nine million dollars. Why? Why wouldn't you? He didn't go anywhere. Um, also, it's fine. They had the most cap space, and it's just like their additions: Tom Brady, Joe Haig, who's a backup guard, Rob Gronkowski, and I forgot they added Antoine Winfield Jr., who I really liked out of Minnesota. Good ball player. He's like five eleven. He hits. Dude, you're going to be watching Tampa, and you don't want to watch Tampa. I'm going to watch their defense. Ooh. It's going to be like when I watch Tampa, like in the offense plays, it's going to be like when you're seven, there's a sex scene, they close your eyes, and you can't see it. And then, I'm just gonna, and then whenever the sex scene's over, the offense is done. And now the defense is on, now I can watch Tampa again. So I need you to make a poll, even though you never make a poll out of the suggestions I say. You should put the over-under of 20 of you mentioning that Tampa would just be uh, just as good with Jameis Winston as quarterback. 20 over the course of this season? Over the, over the course of the season, you would say that at least oh, 20 times. Oh, it's going to be 100. <laughs> okay. A thousand You're times. You're not even not saying that. It would be the over. It doesn't even matter. You if wouldn't even care. It doesn't even matter. I'd be like, this is boring. This is stupid. They'd be better than this. <laughs> you said that you would say it 100 times. Ja- I put it at an average of 20. <laughs> I, ra- I would rather have Jameis start in New Orleans and go 5-0 and oh my than the Texans make the playoffs this year. If Okay, so if Jameis... Jameis does that, and Tom goes ten and six, eleven and five. You would eat that up. Oh, it'd be the greatest you thing would, ever. You would eat. Oh, no, 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 Matt. The greatest thing ever would be if Jameis played against Tom and Jameis beat Tom. Uh, even better. Do you know what that would do for your psyche? 
you we would have an entire not, show well, dedicated like, we would like, have a show dedicated it's to like that. Whenever dreams become reality, it's a great thing. And that's the old... I'm going to dream about that tonight. I hope that does not happen. I can happen. just see the post-game handshake right now. By the way, did you even think of that? No, I didn't. It's a possibility. I was about to say, like, I didn't even think you thought of it. And then Jameis goes and makes $32 million a year. Okay. With who? With who? With the Jacksonville Los, Los Angeles Chargers. Los Angeles Chargers. Even better. Whatever. Mm-hmm. He has a bright future ahead of him. Herbert doesn't. All right, so that's our show for tonight. Uh, there'll be other shows coming on later on. I know what they're like. Every time I'm like, yeah, I got nothing else. Yeah, there's going to be something. And then maybe. Like, I go for a run. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess we can do that then. Because uh, his brain's warped and purple, and this is what comes out of it. But, anyways, oh, yeah, thank you for listening to the show tonight. Like it, subscribe it, uh, rate it. If you're also, if you're downloading the show, just hit play. Don't even listen Why to it. Why would you just download play. and not play? Who's yeah. doing that? You're throwing away groceries. If you're one of those guys, you know what? Don't even download me. You're throwing away Wait, groceries. Wait, I take that back. Download me harder. Yeah. <laughs> you're throwing away groceries, what you're doing by doing that. Um, but until next time, I'm Matt Weston. Thank you for listening to Power Radio. And thank you for being on Titanic. Hey, man. Josh Allen. He better-